Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. Brain held hostage because of Russia's invasion of Ukraine is deepening the global food crisis. Before the Ukraine war began, the country was the world's fourth largest exporter of corn and the fifth largest exporter of wheat. Now those agricultural products cannot get out of Ukraine's ports because of Russia's blockade, leaving dozens of countries desperate. Yeah, so that's uh, quite a bit of problem. The report goes on. Truly. Failure to open those ports in Odessa region. Footage obtained by CNN from Melitopol, Zaporizhia, allows us to see what President Zelensky's administration is calling food terrorism. Trucks bearing the white Z symbol of the Russian military, stealing Ukrainian grain, bringing it to Russian-held Crimea. This is not just a strike at Ukraine. Without our agrarian exports, dozens of countries in various regions of the world have found themselves on the brink of food deficit. So that's one angle of the whole war in, uh, in Ukraine. I did the same thing President Bush did. Wow. wow. That's weird. That's one aspect of the whole war in Ukraine is uh, what it's doing to the food and the agriculture and everything like that. There's also this the loss of life, and do we want big, powerful countries to be able to invade smaller countries and take them over, and the world is mostly saying no. The Senate voted 86 to 11 yesterday to pass the $40 billion Ukrainian aid package. It's the most uh, bipartisan major bill that has passed in decades in Washington, D.C. Um, and uh, that blockade is becoming a bigger problem, and there is some news burbling around on the internet yesterday about us sending them some uh, some pretty sophisticated anti-ship weaponry 
with this aid package to try to do something about those ships that are creating the blockade to keep the wheat from moving and all that sort of stuff. That's a sticky wicket. I'm just thinking it through. Given the unity of not only NATO, but uh, you know, uh, quite a number of countries uh, outside of NATO as well, and yeah, I know the risk of nuclear war, blah blah blah. But um, if you have, and I don't, I haven't seen the figures recently, but if you have uh, five million, ten million, what a hundred million people at serious risk of starvation because of the blockade, combination of uh, the the wheat literally being blocked and all the other commodities being blocked, and what that will do to global commodities prices, because remember, rich countries like ours, thank God, it can get as bad as it can get, pretty much, and everybody's going to have enough to eat. But countries that can barely afford to fill the, to to feed their people, uh, nobody's going to give it to them for free. So the the ripple effect is going to be enormous. So at what point does the world say, okay, a hundred million people starving? That's no good. We're Blake, we're breaking your blockade, Vlad. Sorry, but we're breaking it. If you want to fight us, go ahead and fight us. But there ain't no more blockade. That's a damn good question right there. That is that is completely separate from is Ukraine worth fighting for? The number is that I heard yesterday was 400 million people. Okay. Wow. That they believe will be at risk of serious not getting enough food, if not starvation, because of this. You're right. That's a completely different uh, topic for the rest of the world. 400 million people at threat of starvation? Does the world say, we ain't putting up with this? That's a good one. Yeah, I don't, and like I said, it is a sticky wicket. I'm just kind of thinking it through what dynamics will be in play and how they're likely to go. I'm sure the conversation is being had, probably pushed by those most uh, closely involved in in global food, uh, you know, questions. Uh, That'll be an interesting one to keep an eye on. Yeah, so here's another thing to keep an eye on, and I don't know how Russia is going to handle this. So, you know, there are over a thousand soldiers that were still in that steel plant when they finally uh, gave up. I mean, they were, they were. Uh, I don't know if you had read any of the articles or saw any of the pictures, but you had guys with no legs and no arms, and, I mean, they were they're in bad shape. Anyway, so Well, they, and no medication to treat open wounds. You can probably uh, sure. draw your own conclusions, so, Doctor. So they are now Russian. They're prisoners of war in the hands of the Russian military. And... Uh, over the last couple of days, if you've been following this story, the Ukrainians had their first trial of a Russian soldier who had murdered some old guy in the street. Terrible story. And this kid is young, this Russian soldier. Mm-hmm. Do you watch any of this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. He's a kid. He is a kid, and he looks he looks scared and sad. And he said, I, and he said to the guy's wife in the trial, he's in this cage in the courtroom, and um, they had to move it to a different courtroom because of the media uh, crush that was there. I mean, how, just to back up for a second, how different is Kiev than Vladimir Putin thought it would, was going to be in May of 2022? Sure. In that uh, you got Mitch McConnell having a meeting with Zelensky and a trial going on in a courtroom with the press from around the world there of one of your soldiers in Kiev. That's not exactly you taking over the city and putting in a new uh, president and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, they had this 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 Russian kid in there who says his his commander screamed at him and he panicked and he shot this old guy in the street for nothing basically, murdered him, 
And uh, he begged for forgiveness from the guy's wife. I mean, it was just as tragic as anything could be. It's the whole war is hell. War is hell because it is on every different level that you can possibly imagine. Anyway, uh, Russia's reaction to the fact that the Ukrainians are putting their soldiers on trial is they said, well, we're, we're going to put these thousand dudes that surrendered to us in the steel plant on trial. We believe they're Nazi terrorists. So if Russia decides to go through with that and have some sort of fake trial with a punishment of who knows what? Almost certainly death. Almost certainly death. That is going to be a major incident. They will use them as hostages, 100%. There is no moral depravity that Vladimir Putin is unwilling to go to. No level. That's going to be the, the, the sticky point over the next couple of weeks, I think. If Because these people need medical aid. They need to be treated, treated well no matter what. And if Russia is going to go through with their whole fake Nazi trials for these dudes, whew. Well, it's classic uh, Putin, classic Kremlin, that if you uh, if you capture one of their spies, they snatch a businessman off the street and say, yeah, he's right. a spy. Right. Yeah. Just to true. cloud the waters and, and give it that everybody's calling everybody a spy feel so you don't know what to believe. What was the point of the uh, uh, trial that Ukraine put on of the Russian soldier? I, I almost wish they hadn't. Yeah, I, um, I, yeah, that's what I was wondering. Is this doing you any good? I think they were trying to make the point that, hey, Russian soldiers, you will be held to account for your war crimes. And I completely understand sure. that. Sure. Um, at the same time, though, uh, we, we end up with what you yeah, ended up with, with Putin saying, yeah, I can do that, too, and I can do it better. Uh, which is a hell of a situation. Well, if you could get some, if you end up capturing some commander at a fairly high level, and you want to have a trial about all the troops he ordered into this town and that town, and raping and pillaging and whatnot, maybe. But God dang it, this this kid who got screamed at by his boss, who probably doesn't want to, he doesn't want to be there in the first place, freaked out and shot this dude. I just, I just don't know if that did them any good. Uh, maybe domestically it did, because I'm sure all yeah. the Ukrainians want to see Russian soldiers punished, and so do I. Yeah, yeah. And it was a war crime, no doubt. Oh, but, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I just, uh, this is so ugly and getting uglier. Yeah, New York Times editorial board, their lead editorial yesterday was, Americans are not prepared for how ugly this is going to get this summer. <laughs> 